Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Friday, December the 1st, 2023. It is the 34th Friday in Ordinary Time. And uh, here we go. Our gospel is according to St. Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Consider the fig tree and all the other trees. When their buds burst open, you see for yourselves and know that summer is now near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Once again, we are into apocalyptic readings. It happens at the end of Ordinary Time, and it's still going to happen a little bit at the beginning of Advent, which we begin in two days. Uh, Very exciting, exciting time of the year. When we hear these readings, when Jesus speaks them, he talks about a kingdom. He talks about... uh, not one stone being left upon another, some of the things that we've heard the past couple days. We in our fallen humanity, first of all, we get excited about these things, but our excitement very often is more of like a gossipy kind of excitement. It's an excitement over, oh, look, there's bad things happening, as long as they don't happen to us, which, by the way, everything Jesus is talking about is going to happen to us, but... We get excited about the prospect that this is going to end. Buildings are going to fall. One kingdom is going to conquer another. They were waiting for the Messiah. They were sick of the Romans, just like they had been sick of the Greeks before them and the Persians before them and the Babylonians before them. And back in the day, the Philistines, the list goes on and on. Back long before that, the Egyptians. And they wanted a Messiah who would conquer their enemies. They wanted peace, but they also wanted war. They wanted to see all the horrible things that go with war. Jesus is promising now a definitive kingdom. And there's an irony here. (laughs) And if you really are going deep into your prayer life, if you're going deep into your faith, then there's even more excitement over the real meaning of Jesus's words. But So many people hear these words and they're not getting the real meaning. You have to experience it to a large degree to really understand it. I'm not saying we're Gnostics and it's like, oh, you have to be part of our little group and our with our hidden knowledge. That's not what it is at all. But Jesus is trying to give us something. And it's very much in line with who we are. See, what we envision on a grand scale, we experience on a small scale. We've been hurt in our lives. Therefore, we, we easily tend towards revenge. We also easily tend towards drama <laughs> in so many different forms, whether it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, we talk about like uh, the soap operas for the mostly the women watch, the drama, oh, who's sleeping with who and who's kissing whose boyfriend or husband and all this stuff. And people eat that up. Whereas for men, what are our soap operas? Men's soap operas may, might be uh, sports. Um, I don't know. There's so many different things that are kind of like soap operas for men. I remember as a kid, 
uh, being really into uh, professional wrestling. And it was like, oh, who's who's Hulk Hogan's enemy this week? And then they're all talking trash about each other. And finally they fight. It's it's like a <laughs> it's a male version of the soap operas. And we love that stuff. We love the controversy. But Jesus in his establishing his kingdom is not, first of all, he didn't come to conquer the Romans, at least not in the way that they thought. He's going to conquer them in a different way. But he's not here. I mean, in some places, yes, he says, I've come to bring the sword. But ultimately, his goal is to bring peace. It's to conquer the devil. And he says, within a generation, you're going to see these things. He says it in different ways in different places. The kingdom of God is here. It is among you already. I have a little story, quick little story that I heard last night that illustrates this point of what Jesus has come to bring us. There's a man that I'm friends with. He's an older man. He's worked construction his whole life. He's muscle bound. He's very tough. He talks very tough. And recently he was on a job site where another man on the site, a much younger man, challenged him. And wasn't going to let him do his job because he had concerns about the job. And this man didn't, you know, they they weren't agreeing on the different points about how to do the job. So this younger man was actually doing things to get in his way. Like he put a pile of dirt in front of his truck. And this older man, he was just telling me about it saying, you know, in the past... It would have been a no-brainer. I would have just beat this guy up. I don't care how young he is. I don't care if he's muscles bigger than me. I've, I've been fighting my whole life. He's like, but anyway, you know, he went through. I don't want to jump too much to the conclusion, but too, too quickly, I mean. But he was just saying how his whole life, you know, he's just, he's been rough. He's been tough and he's fought. And he would use his fists even if he would get defeated. Because that's who he is. That's what he does. This is where the minds of the Jews were at the time of Jesus. They wanted to conquer the Romans using arms, and they were so excited that a miraculous Messiah had arrived that could, in fact, overthrow the Roman Empire if he wanted. They knew Jesus is performing miracles. He can do whatever he wants. So getting back to the story of my friend, he held it all in because recently he's come to Christ Recently, he's been working on himself, and he took a week or two to pray about it, and then he went back to the younger man, and he talked it through with him, and he apologized for his part in the argument. And then the younger man, also tough guy, <laughs> said, you know, he was tough in his response, but he also, you know, backed down in his response too, and they came to a peace between the two of them, and they, they both agreed, well, okay, in the future... We just need to calm down and talk through these things. And there was a peace there. And the man was just saying how proud he was of himself because he allowed Jesus to win the day. He allowed his faith and his recovery to win the day. Beautiful, beautiful. As this man was describing his anger and his initial feelings, I could resonate with him. But what's more important is the conclusion and what he did. He prayed. He brought it to the Lord. The Lord's kingdom is active in this man's heart. In the past, it was his own kingdom. And 
you know, is that when we talk about male soap operas, another example of male soap operas is just all these movies and TV shows of just fighting. You know, where the argument comes up this time of the year, what's the best Christmas movie? Well, so many of my friends will say it's Die Hard, of course, because they're shooting and fighting and killing. Of course, that's going to be the best Christmas movie. Uh, now they're saying Rambo happened at Christmas time. So, all right, that's going to rival Die Hard. All right, it's a, it's a ridiculous ar- argument, especially when women enter the conversation and, and children, etc. I don't know. Uh, even myself. I mean, I'm just kidding when I talk like that. Obviously, a movie filled with violence and killing is not going to best <laughs> represent the meaning of Christmas. And that's the point of this sermon today, which is Jesus has come to establish his kingdom in our hearts. It's already here. St. Francis de Sales in his writings talks about when he was younger, he was a swordsman and he had a bad temper. And he's later known as the gentleman saint. There was an, a, a moment in the life of St. Francis de Sales where a person came up. This is when he was a bishop. Somebody came up and started screaming at him. And he just calmly received the person, talked it through and let it go and moved on. And the person next to him said, how did you do that? How did you remain so calm, man? And you used to be a swordsman. I would have beat that guy up. And Francis de Sales said, it's taken me all these years to get to this point. A lot of grace, a lot of time, a lot of prayer. I wasn't about to lose it all in one moment. In other words, we store up the grace. We store up the treasure. We build it more and more and grow in God conquering our hearts for the good of his kingdom. Jesus also says, my words will not pass away. And this is part of what we're talking about here today. Everything else will pass. The physical fighting, the conquering of whatever, (laughs) whether it's your will on a construction job or whether it's one country conquering another, regardless, all that will pass. The fighting that we do now, nobody's, I mean, maybe they'll talk about it in a history book in a hundred years from now, in a thousand years from now, that this country conquered that country or whatever, or that this terrorist attack happened or whatever. But the reality is those things have been going on since the beginning of time, and they're just points for a history book. They're little points that, that teenagers have to remember in, you know, world history one or two or whatever it is. It's not about the kingdom of God being established. It's not about Jesus reigning in our hearts. I was thinking when Jesus says, my words will not pass away and how powerful his words are, how powerful the scriptures are. I was thinking about Our Lady and Padre Pio. Recently, I saw a quote from Padre Pio talking about the power of the rosary. Padre Pio, I forget the exact quote, and I was looking for it this morning. I couldn't find it, but he said if a Something to the effect of if a certain number of children were to pray the rosary, uh, it would stop a war. You know, and that's that's the message of Our Lady. That's the message of Fatima. Our Lady promised that when, and, and I mean, Jesus says, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am there in their midst. He is the King of Peace, the Prince of Peace. Um, Our Lady has promised when people pray, there will be peace, plain and simple. If you pray, specifically the rosary being the prayer of peace, But prayer as an individual leads to peace in your heart. Prayer among people leads to peace among those people. I can recall times I've spent time in prayer with people that maybe I didn't get along with initially and they became good friends of mine. The Lord knits us together when we pray. If you're working on helping your marriage, prayer needs to get in there. Helping a relationship, helping a whatever, a community, a parish, a family, prayer needs to get in there. It will draw them together. It will knit the hearts together. 
prayer in a family, prayer in a country, prayer in the whole world can lead to peace. All the things we're worried about right now, if we could get Catholics throughout the world to pray the rosary, if we could get Christians, even our Jewish brothers and sisters throughout the world to pray, to pray together, to pray for peace, we can expect God to enter in and bring his kingdom into our midst and bring us a lasting peace. So that's my prayer for all of you today. As we enter the month of December, it's not as much as it is about decorating and buying presents and baking cookies, although we have to do all that stuff. And Mariah Carey playing on the radio. Did you hear they asked Barry Manilow to sing her song at the tree lighting ceremony? Anyway, that's another whole story. It's partly about all that, but it's so much less about all that than it is about Jesus bringing peace into the world, into your heart. Why do we celebrate it if we just expect that we're going to have World War III and destruction? We should expect God to enter in and rescue us from all things that could harm us, give us his peace, and lead us to joy. Have a great day. God bless you.